0: Hello, friends, and welcome to Men Do Disney, episode 129, Resorts. My name is Pete, and joining me tonight is Matt. What's
1: up, what's up? And Tom. Yes, we're going to be talking about resorts, I guess.
0: We're three guys who want to help you make the most of your Disney World vacation, as well as to bring some of that Disney magic into your life every day. So put on your favorite pair of Mickey ears, lower your safety harness, remain seated until the ride has come to a complete stop, and men, let's do Disney. Yeah, not one of my better uh, title efforts there. I, I froze. And I, I also forgot to pull the uh, introductory little speech up, so kind of got lost on that one, too. One of my favorite
2: things is, I mean, Pete literally most of the time just freestyles our intro. And so we're always just as surprised as you are. And if Pete was on Wild and Out right now, he'd be getting booed off the stage.
0: Hey, it is what it is, right?
2: I'm glad that you do it and I don't, because you're way more creative
1: than I am. You sound sick over there. You okay? I
0: I I might have a little touch of the rona. I'm not sure. Now I I it's allergy season and I forgot to take my Claritin this morning. So I just took it hopefully throughout the podcast here I will uh, I will clear up.
2: Dude, I have to take that stuff too. I take Zyrtec and like literally I just take it every morning this time of year. And it's the 24 hour. My mother-in-law showed it to me and it's been a game changer.
0: Game changer. Also, don't know if you guys noticed uh, drinking a a lovely glass of uh, French red wine and eating a uh, one of the sandwiches from the French pavilion, kind of a little homemade treat for myself.
1: Well, I would say that you you ate the sandwich. The sandwich is gone, I think, unless you bust oh. out. There's a whole other half.
0: You, okay,
1: this is you ate a twelve inch sandwich, and this is just another six inch sandwich you're gonna eat. I think.
0: Pretty much, I ate an entire baguette today. I'm not hating it. No
1: judgment on that. I'm, I'm
2: not hating it. I mean. If if my wife and children were out of town, I would, well I don't have children. My wife is out of town. Out of town, I'd probably be eating an entire pizza, I got delivered to me.
0: There's there's no rules when that happens, right? Exactly. So tonight we're going to talk about resorts, and we're going to talk about our favorite resorts and why they're our favorite resorts and why we think that you should stay at these resorts. All these are Disney resorts, right? We're not going to talk about any off property resorts like any of the Orlando's finest resorts that are located close to the parks. So these are all going to be Disney resorts, obviously.
1: And another thing I'll point out, it doesn't, I mean, looking at everyone's list, we have a variety. I mean, every one of us has a deluxe, a moderate, and a value resort, which is kind of surprising. You know, I I think we all kind of thought of it when we think, wow, I can't talk. When we were thinking about this episode, it'd be really easy to name – the high end dvc resorts and the high end deluxe resorts. But we probably each have unique reasons why we picked the ones we did. There is some overlap, and so when when that happens, we'll, you know, we'll just kind of talk through that resort and why it made all three of our top 5 list, but there's definitely some differences as well to to uh, dive into.
0: That is correct. So before we get started on that, let's uh let's go to the news for the week. There is a lot of news for the week. I'm going to really breeze through a lot of it. We're going to cover a lot more of the reservation system and all that that entails next week once we've had a chance to really see the system, see it working, kind of sink our teeth into it. But big news is, of course, that the, uh, the reservation system is open. Uh, again, you have to have a reservation to get into the parks along with your park ticket. So beginning June 22nd, which is yesterday, Disney Resort and other select hotel guests, which is Disney Springs – with valid theme park admission can make reservations. And I was able to get on after some technical difficulties in the morning and make, uh, theme park reservations yesterday without really any problems. Uh, beginning June 26th, annual pass holders without a resort stay can make reservations. And then beginning June 28th, existing ticket holders can make reservations. You can make park reservations through September 26th, 2021 based on your resort stay and your ticket eligibility. So with that, annual pass holders can only hold three park reservations at a time. It looks like there is a little bit of an error here because we've, uh, we've seen that even if you're an annual pass holder with a resort stay, you're only allowed to have three, uh, three park reservations. So hopefully they will fix that sooner rather than later. Uh, there's, there's also been some changes to characters and photo pass announced. There will be character processions instead of character meet and greets. They're going to be unscheduled. They're going to pretty much just walk down, uh, walk down the parade route. And, and so I think what Disney's hoping to do here is to eliminate people waiting around to see their characters. And, uh, instead they'll, they'll see them more what they do in Disneyland walking around in the parks, except these will be, uh, these will be processions. And then with photo pass, uh, photo pass photographers are not going to be able to take pictures on guests' personal devices anymore. And they are going to have to sanitize, uh, devices between or sanitize props between handling, uh, so between photo shoots. So it might take a little bit longer to get some of your photos taken. Uh, When the parks open, there will be, of course, no park hopping. That is a thing of the past for the time being. Not really sure how long uh, that's going to last. Right now, we're hearing through 2021 at this point. Also, not going to be present in the parks when the parks reopen. Virtual queues or single rider queue so that means rise of the resistance is going to have a a standby queue only it will not have a virtual queue obviously there's no fast pass going to be offered at any of these attractions as disney is going to use the uh use the fast pass lines for social distancing and then finally a little interesting here spaceship earth refurbishment is still going to happen apparently it's not going to happen on schedule of course but it will still happen Spaceship Earth will be open in its current iteration when the parks reopen and, uh, and will close at a future date for refurbishment. That is all the news that I've got. Let's pause for just a second to hear from our sponsor, Kingdom Strollers.
3: So your family is coming to Orlando. And the thought of lugging your stroller onto the plane isn't your idea of fun. But you're smart enough to know that conquering the theme parks of Orlando without a stroller for your kids could be a vacation killer. Then, choose from helpful free accessories like cooler bags and rain covers. It couldn't be easier. If you have any questions or concerns, you can check our FAQ page or just give us a call. We are always ready to answer your questions. Once you've placed your reservation, there's nothing left to do except count down the days until you're in sunny Florida. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead and book your stroller or crib from Kingdom Strollers today.
0: Okay, guys, let's talk resort. Do we, do we, uh, how do we do this? I think maybe do we, we, do we go by who pooped, who pooped last? Isn't that in there a game that?
1: Cards Against Humanity go, goes by who, who took a number two in the bathroom last. I think like, we, I think we should go
2: by who's had the biggest dinner tonight. They get to go first. I haven't eaten dinner yet. Well, I've had dinner and I had a burger. So I guess Pete first, me second, then Tom third. And then we can just, you know, throw it around from there.
0: Well, let's talk about how big of a burger it was.
2: Okay. Well, it was a pretty big burger. So <laughs> I've actually got into, I really like grilling and I like, I've gotten really into, you know, making the perfect burger and my burgers are like, I'm sad to say like a third of a pound. I mean, they're pretty, pretty large burgers. I mean, it's, it's restaurant quality. So I still think you ate more than me. If you had a 12 inch and you're about to have another six inch, but I can go first if you'd like me to. Why
0: don't you throw it out there?
2: All right, so I'm going to throw out um, probably the resorts I've stayed at the most. And it's just a combination of the all-star resorts. I think that um, going as a kid, a lot of things are larger than life, which is a lot of fun. Because you can have that larger-than-life experience at um, a value price. And I think that kids have fun there. There's a, a couple pools. You can visit all of them. And it's the perfect kind of place where you know you're probably not going to be in the parks all day when you're taking family Or it's also the perfect place where you know you're going to be in the parks all day when you're going with friends and you just need a cheap place to crash. So I think the All-Star brings a lot to the table because there's going to be a lot of kids there. So if you're going to, you know, come home after lunch, go to the pool for a little bit or take a nap, I mean, you can hang out at the pool and the kids have people to play with. So that's kind of why I went with the All-Star resorts
1: here and I just kind of lumped them all together. Do you all have any thoughts on it? So uh, let me start here, Pete. I actually want to tell our listeners that the initial list that Matt had was his first three resorts were all-star sports, all-star movies, and all-star music. And I said, oh, well, well, we can't do this. We can't break these into three, even though they are three separate resorts with three separate bus stops. I think that's important to note here. But I think Matt hit it on the head. We're not bashful. Disney's expensive. And if you can save some money being on Disney property and you have children – the, pools, the pool situation here is great because they are all extremely themed pools and it's at a reasonable price. If you're going to go to and from the parks or you're trying to stay, say, four days at Disney World versus seven to eight days in Disney World, this does make a lot of sense. Um, obviously, Matt, uh, like most kids, played sports growing up. And so All-Star Sports was was probably a lot of... Uh, kids' favorites, because everything was larger than life. There's massive football fields, massive basketball goals, massive soccer balls. And this is a resort that sees a lot of traffic from families with young children. Children.
0: So you say that there are separate bus stops, and that, that is true. However, not necessarily separate buses, right? Especially Especially during kind of the middle of the day, the buses tend to go to All-Star, not to All-Star Sports or All-Star Movies. Now, beginning of the day, end of the day, they typically do have their own dedicated buses. But if you're trying to get back and forth to the parks quickly, this can be a problem.
1: And, and that's another reason All-Star Sports makes a lot of sense. It's the first stop if they're going to go to an All-Star Resort. So it's the first pickup and it's the first drop-off, which is unlike some of the other resorts that we'll talk about. And why that's beneficial, it could be an All-Star Resorts bus. And we've all seen it. Magic Kingdom is four busloads deep. And they fill this bus up to the gills, and it doesn't stop at music. It doesn't stop at movies. So All-Star Sports is also popular for that reason.
0: And I, look, I am i don't think that I'll ever stay at an all Well, I say that. I find it highly unlikely that I'll ever stay at an All-Star again, but I, I stayed at them a couple of times when I was growing up, when I was a kid. They're good for what they are. They're, they're certainly the cheapest way to, unless you're camping, to, to stay on Disney property and to get those benefits they do certainly have good theming no no question about that and 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 we'll we'll talk about a couple other ones that have this same kind of over the top theming right when you get into the moderates and the deluxes you see more understated theming yeah there may be mickey present but it's not an in your face giant mickey yeah there may be characters present but it's not in your face giant and and that's why i think these these are great for kids because they see that they see a giant soccer ball you know, they're swimming in a pool with with giant sports balls football bats, whatever swimming around that <clears throat> and that's and that's really good for kids so well well i I don't think that I will stay here I a hundred percent agree that this is a this is a great resort especially if you're traveling with kids now if you're traveling with say a Medu Disney trip and there's four of you probably want to look elsewhere because the pop all or excuse me, all the all star resorts do have double beds, not queen beds. Sharon and, and I don't know how close you are with your buddies, but sharing a double bed is not uh, not a fun prospect when you've both you know gone twelve fourteen hours around Magic Kingdom. <laughs> it sounded like he, he just blasted a, off. He made a sour face when he
2: took the
1: drink. We oh, appeared.
2: You, <laughs> you know why? What just happened? Because the washing machine's going, and there's going to be a faint buzzing the no, entire time. No, you
1: disappeared, and then you reappeared without reappeared. leaving the screen.
2: Oh, I lost connection. I lost connection. This is like a constant battle I have with the laundry machine.
1: <laughs> I looked, we looked at each other, I was like, he just zoomed off in a rocket ship. <laughs> He's out of here.
0: So Matt just blasted off in a rocket ship, and then, like, just appeared back in the screen. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen.
2: So I think I think I just scared Tom and Pete a little bit. Um, one of the battles my wife and I have is um, the washing and dryer machine going when I'm podcasting. And it just never fails. Like, this is the time she decides to do it. And a lot of times it's probably my fault because I don't tell her when we're going to podcast. So it's not like she can plan for it. So if I'm having some audio issues today, I apologize. But when I stepped off screen to go look at and try and see what stage the, the, the washing machine was on, I guess like my computer glitched or my internet went out for a second. And I I scared the pooey out of Tom and Pete, I think.
1: You know, I'll tell you, we we all, and this is off off topic, I know Pete needs to say his resort next, but we all kind of work around, you know, obviously the the home situation. I'll sometimes turn the AC off and the fan off in in the room I'm in, which it does get warm in here to me, but I guess my wife has to, she'll go downstairs where the AC is still on. Pete, I know you have little ones, so you have to kind of navigate nap time and bedtime. So... We all have to sacrifice for the podcast, but that Matt, that was hilarious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, well, are we? So we're done talking about all star. I think, like I said, I I don't fault you for for like an all star. It's it's uh, it's certainly not a bad option. So the first one that I want to talk about is something that that is near and dear to my heart, and it's the last value resort that I stayed at. And I'm sorry, the last deluxe resort that I stayed at. <sighs> <clears throat> and that is the uh, Wilderness Lodge. This is a gorgeous, gorgeous hotel. And and this is what I what I t- was referring to when I talked about the difference in theming between the the value resorts and the deluxes and the moderates. Wilderness Lodge is impeccably themed, right? It's it's a giant log cabin. But but it's not over the top, in your face, Disney characters everywhere. So what I what I love about this this resort, a the the transportation options from here are are fantastic. Yeah, you can take the bus, but you've also got the boat option. You can you can be at the contemporary from from your hotel room in five minutes, ten minutes tops, and from there you're free to go kind of wherever. It does sit on the uh, on the side of Bay Lake, so the the view is very nice. Geyser Point is beautiful. Artist Point is beautiful. I mean, the hotel itself is beautiful. And then you've got Whispering Canyon Cafe here. Now, I have not eaten any meal but breakfast at Whispering Canyon Cafe. And when we went, it was very tame. We were one of, I think, three people eating at, uh, at Whispering Canyon Cafe. But I will tell you, coming back into the resort, it gets loud in there. It gets really loud in there. And you can hear those folks yelling and throwing ketchup and... You know all the, all the fun that they're having a long way away. So Wilderness Lodge, while I do
1: not have this on my top five, and and um, yeah, now there is Matt. It is one that has start like I, I like to visit resorts. My wife and I will try to visit a handful of resorts when we go, depending on the season. Certainly if it's Christmas, but Wilderness Lodge has kind of become one of those that we make our way over to. My wife had a, a trip planned with her grandparents that was obviously affected by coronavirus. But they were actually going to eat at Whispering Canyon, just because they were going to do their day in Magic Kingdom, and it was an easy boat ride over. And you know the sights, the sound, the feel of the resort is certainly unique. I think the high ceilings are unique. It it actually has a homey feel, which is it's hard to do when you're at a a hotel or a resort. And it has nice views. There's a lot of different options. I mean there's there's nice bars there's okay restaurants fun restaurants is the way i would describe it and then there's there's a solid gift shop there and it's it's obviously conveniently located to magic kingdom
0: i I think that the restaurants are uh are a little underrated right because you've got uh you've got artist point which is which is character dining it's snow white and the seven dwarfs which is you know it's decent food right you can get a uh you can get a decent meal there and then you've got uh What's the other one? Geyser Point?
1: Yep, you which, have Geyser Point.
0: Which Geyser, Geyser Point's a really unique restaurant in that it's it's an outdoor restaurant. It's it's really under like a picnic shelter is is kind of how uh, Geyser Point is set up. So it's open air on the sides. You have a roof. And, and I want to say that there's sides that they can pull down if, if the weather gets bad. But Geyser Point really is a, a beautiful restaurant. And, and you're right there on the side of Bay Lake, so you've got great views and the restaurant itself is all exposed beams. And, you know, again, it looks like a, it looks like a picnic shelter almost.
2: And this is one that I I, I do want to visit. I do think it sounds awesome. I mean, I haven't physically been there in a, in a while or maybe ever, but I've, I know I've seen a lot of pictures. So maybe I'm kind of mistaken it from y'all's trips if I've been there or not. But yeah, I love that. And kind of what I'm going to do with my next resort is I'm going to kind of stick in kind of like the value area. And I'm going to talk about Art of Animation and I might be going you know, value moderate, and then I'll probably go deluxe as I go through here. But art of animation, I think it'll be a lot of fun to take my wife. Uh, my wife is an artist, so I could see her kind of getting into the theming here. And you know, I've heard nothing but good things about art, art, art of animation. I've never never stayed there. But I don't see why it wouldn't be a great spot.
1: Yeah, Art of Animation is another one, and and I will. Uh, I think Matt jumped me in line here, so I'll go after this. And and another reason that I think Art of Animation is good is for the resort I'll talk about. But you do have this Skyliner with Art of Animation, and that's a big reason why one of the resorts made my list. I do think this theming does fit families. They actually have family style suites here too, which is a benefit. And I see Pete holding up a number. He he can probably talk in more depth on it.
0: Yeah. So there's there's four different uh, types of rooms at Art of Animation. You've got the Little Mermaid room, which is just your standard two double beds. It's a very small room. You've got the the Lion King family suites, which up sleep up to six guests. They're about 600 square feet. You've got uh, the Fighting Nemo suites, which are the same as same as the uh, Lion King. And then you've got the car suites, which I think are I think are the same. So you do have you do have two different room types with four different themes. My my wife and I looked at at staying at Art of Animation on our last trip, and we ultimately went and stayed at Pop Century instead. Art of Animation is the only value resort with uh, with interior corridors, actually. But uh, but this is, and we've talked about this on the podcast before. Art of Animation and Pop Century are kind of what I would consider value plus, in that they're a little bit nicer than than the All Stars, and that they they tend to be a little bit more expensive. They tend to be planted right in the middle of those uh, of those moderates and of the value prices.
1: That that's why I've actually avoided Art of Animation because it I always thought it was a value resort, and then you start kind of digging into it, and you know because of you can stay at a Pop Century. You could almost see and, and experience art of animation, but Matt, you know knowing knowing your wife's love of art, I do think that specifically the lobby here, because they have a ton of, of original drawings from early early movies in Disney World and they kind of go through the times of how animation works. I mean you could spend a whole entire afternoon not leaving the not leaving the property of art of, art of animation. you could walk and see the different themed buildings and then obviously spend some time in the lobby. And uh, you're in the Florida sun, so hopefully some time in the pool, too.
0: And the buildings themselves have art on them, right? I mean, the Cars building has art from the Cars movies on them. And then also the interior corridors do have art as well, all up and down the corridors to the rooms. So it's it's a cool resort. It's one of the newer, uh, newer resorts on property. And I mean, I say newer, but do, do you remember when it opened? Well...
1: Initially, this property was what 2008 2009 time frame and got severely postponed
0: because this was part of Pop Century,
1: it was going to be part of Pop Century. it was going to be de- uh the decades or the legends or something of of that uh nature. And, and it's it's literally across the bridge from Pop Century, you can see it from Pop Century, obviously. And I don't remember the exact year it opened, I, I'm sure we could look at it. 20, up.
0: 2012 2012 okay, is when it opened.
1: so about four years, so about eight schedule. years,
3: mm-hmm.
0: Yep.
1: Yep, and about eight years ago. But yeah, right now, I mean, outside of, of Riviera, might be the newest resort at Disney World. So as I hinted, the, when Matt started talking Art of Animation, the one that I was going to share, Pop Century actually makes my top five list. And it makes it for a couple different reasons. The price point certainly is attractive if you're going to take a family there or not a family. I mean, even if you're just going with you and your significant other or you and friends, this one is does have uh, it's one of the cheaper it's a value resort so it is one of the cheaper hotels. I think you go preferred room here 100% of the time. We did that closer to the bus stop, closer to the food court. And if you're going to stay at Disney for an extended period of time, specifically if you have the dining plan, you will you will need to go to the food court to spend some credits. But I think the Skyliner is a game changer. I love going to Epcot, so having access to Epcot through the Skyliner there was nice. The lines when we were there in December were never bad. The only challenge that you have with this resort is if there's a bad storm, and the Skyliner has to close, the buses do not run quite as frequently to Pop Century, and the other resorts on the Skyliner pickup line. So you do have that. That'd be a negative. Uh, there are updated rooms, hardwood floors, queen size beds. All of that is uh, is another reason that I think what you, for what you're paying, I would pick this over, you know, the All Stars because of the the, the bed different, differential in size
0: from queen to double beds. Yeah, my wife and I stayed here on our last trip together. And, you know, this, this resort does have, again, the same over-the-top theming that the All-Stars have. The pools here do leave a little bit to be desired if you're looking for themed pools. I mean, there's, there's nothing wrong with the pools, certainly, but you compare the pool at Yacht and Beach Club versus the pool at – pop century and there's or the pool of Polynesia. there's no comparison between them but but this is a this is a good uh, good resort for kids and and I will agree with with what you said about requesting a preferred room. We got a preferred room. We were right next to the bus stops right next to and this was prior to the Skyliner opening so there there were no uh, there were there was no Skyliner. it was just buses the the only negative that I will say about Pop Century and transportation is that it only has one bus stop, right? Or is there, a sec- is there a second bus stop? Just one? So there's only one bus stop. So regardless of where you are on the property, you have to walk to that bus stop. And it's not a small property either.
1: Yeah, the, the second bus stop you're thinking of is probably Art of Animation. And they'll combine those sometimes and drop off at both. Uh, but yeah, that's the that's the first one on my top five list. Looking at the... The outline here, Pete,
0: what you got next? So the next one I have, I actually had Pop Century on mine also for a lot of the same reasons. I, I want to talk about Coronado Springs next. This is a this is a maybe for me, but I think it makes my top five be, for a couple of reasons. One, the original Mendu Disney trip, we stayed at the uh, Coronado Springs, right? And, yes. And had, had a great time there. Didn't go to the pool, really. This was before Grand Destino Tower opened, so obviously didn't see any of that. But and uh, didn't really spend that much time in the resorts. But look, there were, there were four guys. We all stayed in one room, and we were relatively comfortable. I mean, it wasn't as nice as staying, staying at the Doubletree and everybody having their own big bed to sleep in, but... But the Coronado Springs, you do get queen beds, and we got a great price on the Coronado Springs also. It wasn't it wasn't much more than than staying at an all star.
1: So I would say I understand Coronado Springs on this list. I mean I how you haven't mentioned the right outside of the lobby, kind of the pool not even the pool bar, but just the bar the little the little bar cart right outside of the lobby that did have seats and had a TV. I mean I that's I'm shocked you haven't mentioned that yet. But
0: Coronado I was getting there.
1: It doesn't quite have the family feel of the other ones we've mentioned so far for sure. And so that's the only negative.
0: It, it doesn't. It's it's not, a, it's not a very themed hotel. You know, you hear people refer to Coronado Springs as the convention center hotel, right? Because when the conventions come, that's where they put them. So it, it definitely has more of a corporate feel if you're used to staying at a Hampton Inn or a Hilton or, or a Marriott. It feels more like that than it does a Disney hotel, certainly. There are still some Disney touches, and you do still, you do still see some characters, you know, references. But, but yeah, you don't get the in-your-face, over-the-top theming that you do it at some of these other resorts. But, I, I mean, I like nice hotels, and it, it's a nice hotel. It's It's well-maintained. I feel like the room we stayed in had been recently renovated. So, so there were, you know, there was nothing wrong with the room. It was a, it was a pretty room. So yeah, that's why it makes my list.
1: We couldn't have been more than. I'm not even kidding. We were not more than a hundred yards away from the bus stop, and I'm not talking about the main bus stop. At some of these moderates, and there's one on Matt's list that he's going to mention that I'll, I'll talk about the bus stop situation that I realized last time we were there. It's, it's like the small bus stops that aren't meant for the massive crowds that no one even knows about. I mean I can remember us we would sit in our hotel room till the bus was pulling up we could see what park that bus was for and we'd we'd walk out of our hotel room then sometimes run sometimes we'd be running I'd, my my gym shorts would be dropping because I had so much stuff in my pockets
0: actually I feel like the first day I think the the night before we stayed off property we drove into Coronado Springs the morning we were going to what Magic Kingdom or something like that or anim,
1: Animal Kingdom something Animal, no, kingdom, not animal kingdom whatever it, it was. was it was um you know, it might have been um, it might have been MG, it might have been Hollywood Studios.
0: It could have been Hollywood Studios, but we drove up, parked the car. I I feel like we were going to go check our bags at the at uh, bell didn't services. Didn't have time. The bus was didn't there. have time. The bus was there. We sprinted across the parking lot from from Tom's car. Sprinted across the parking lot, and and made the bus.
1: We ran in, We ran into quite a few of those on our on our trip. But yeah, I can understand Coronado under Springs. That that's uh. You know, maybe not everyone's top five, but there's some there's some sentimental value there for you. There you go. Oh, I didn't.
2: I wasn't sure if it was my turn last time. I jumped one of y'all in line, but um, uh, I'm gonna go to Port Orleans Riverside here. And the main reason I'm going here is because it was one of the it, it was definitely the first Disney Resort I ever stayed in, and I think I've at least stayed in it once or once or twice more. For me, the lobby here is just absolutely you know it takes you back in time. It really does, and just for me it was my first disney moment. We didn't go to the parks first. You know, we went straight to the resort, got our room, checked in, you know, put our bags up and then probably went to the parks later later on. But yeah, that was just awesome.
1: Yeah, I'm am a huge fan of this resort as well, Matt. On um, the last trip that that my wife and mom took, now two trips ago. Yeah, two trips ago. We stayed here at Port Orleans Riverside and the the resort itself, one thing I regret we didn't stay and spend a lot of time at the resort. You know, I, in this most recent trip we took with my mom, we planned an entire resort day. I wish we would have done that because the resort has a lot to offer. There actually, you can you can do little fishing trips out of here.
0: I was going to say you can rent cane poles and go go fishing, right?
1: Yes, and, and that's one one thing that um, I do think is beneficial. Where you have some fun at the resorts. Typically, you find that at the deluxe resorts. You know the Riviera, for example, I I do know has Riviera, right? That's that's the new DVC resort. Yeah, the Riviera, for example, has a ton to do right outside the resort. But um, this is another one that that I stayed in growing up as well, and it's the the bus stops are really important here. So we had a preferred room, and I didn't look at the map real well when we parked. And so it didn't feel like a a preferred, um, because these are massive resorts, right? It didn't feel like a preferred room. I started looking at where the bus stop is because I think the only bus stop is by the lobby. And I'm like, man, we're not even close to that. What are we preferred to? And so when I called, no pools near, so when I called, they said, hey, you know, this is probably one of the worst buildings for a preferred room. They actually gave us a standard room rate. They just gave us a Disney credit that we could use in the parks. And then I found the little secret bus stop that I was kind of referring to as we talked about Coronado.
0: What do you remember? What building you were in, Tom?
1: I don't. Was I want to say was it like
0: thirty-seven?
1: No, I want to say it was like fifteen or something like that. But okay. Okay. Ir- irregardless, it,
0: regardless, regardless really is not a word.
1: Yeah, it's not a word. Regardless, I, you know, I don't remember the building I was in, but I do know that the parking lot they told us to park in was not conveniently located. We were not near the lobby, and we were not near the pool, but we were near a really good bus stop that I later discovered. And Port Orleans Riverside is a. It's a pretty, it's a fairly priced moderate resort. The room we had had two queen beds and a, I don't want to say a trundle bed. I mean, out of the wall, Murphy bed, probably the better way to say that. Uh, it was not a, it was not a massive Murphy bed, but it was uh it was a good resort. And I, again, Matt, I understand the sentiment of value here. And this is a, this is a, a nice, solid Disney resort. Now this used
0: to be Dixie Landing, right? It did used to be Dixie Landing. Yep. That's what I thought. And, and this is in this is by Dis, right by Disney Springs, right? It's pretty close,
1: not like it's not like Saratoga Springs close, but it's pretty close
0: but it's I mean it's right next to Saratoga Springs, yep, not far. It's kind of in that in that Epcot, Epcot resort area yeah I, I like this resort i don't I don't disagree with that at all. I have not been here since it was Dixie Riverside i don't I don't think i mean it's it's been that long so I mean I, and i or I'm sorry. What's Dixie Riverside?
2: Um, you're thinking like Port Orleans Riverside. Was that
0: was that was that Port, that, Port Orleans? Yeah, Riverside? then that was okay. that was
2: Dixie Dixie Landing, and they changed that name back. I feel like in the late '90s or early 2000s. It's been a long time since they changed that name.
0: So there you go. That tells you how long it's been since uh, since since I've been to to Port Orleans. But no, I I agree. I like the I like the feel of this resort. It feels really laid back. It's in a it's in a good area. It, but it is a huge resort, and very similar to Saratoga Springs, and how big it is. And you do really need to have a good location and, and be close to the bus stop to uh, to make this work. So
2: I think looking back, I think I've also stayed at Portaline's French Quarter, and I, I feel like that was a longer walk. That was a bit of a longer walk for me. It just seemed, and, and, and those properties as well, they're kind of expansive, and you can kind of get lost in there if you're not if you don't know your route. So. Like I said, I, I, it has a special place for me because it's the first place I went to, and you know it still takes me a couple of walkthroughs to get around. But it, it's awesome. Um, so I've, I've done three. How many of each of you done? Because I think
1: we have each have two left on our list. I've done, I've done one. So I will, uh, I'll jump back in.
2: I was thinking Tom now, hadn't talked one. much except for talking about our resorts. So I wanted to give him the floor.
1: So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go yacht and beach club, and it's pretty simple here. I love the nautical theme. I love the location to Epcot and I love the location to Boardwalk. This is a nice resort. Th- this is one that I dream of staying in one day. I have not stayed in it. This isn't even one where the restaurants blow you out of the water. To me this is all about proximity.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's it's a great location. You're right there you're you're right there on the Boardwalk. You're right there at Epcot. I mean, you could walk to Epcot, you could walk to Hollywood Studios. And then you've got Stormalong Bay too, right? Which is uh from from what I've heard, now I don't I'm not a huge Disney pool connoisseur, but Stormalong Bay is one of the one of the better pools at Disney World, right?
1: Might be the might be the largest is it the largest saltwater pool in the world, regardless. Th- this is this just has that this just has that yachty beach club feel. I don't know. It feels like vacation. I, I talked earlier when we when we talked about Wilderness Lodge, and there is a few more on the list for sure that I visit every time at Disney World. Yacht and Beach Club is one of them. I walk into Yacht and Beach Club every trip at Disney World.
0: I normally do too, but it's just to go to the bathroom at at the boardwalk.
1: Well, yeah, and you have the boardwalk, so we we talk a lot about boardwalk. Can but can you, can you imagine? I would be irresponsible with jelly rolls, just uh just a few skips and jumps away.
0: Yeah, jelly rolls is way too that. And we'll talk about this in a little bit, but it's the same thing with the Polynesian and Trader Sam's. Like that, that's, that's a dangerous situation for me. But yeah, I can see Yacht and Beach Club. It certainly is a, is a, uh, is a great location. The rooms are nice. It's a deluxe resort. So it is expensive. You know, you, you pay for it. But, but I do like, I do like the situation being, you know, kind of halfway between Epcot and Hollywood Studios.
1: And i tell you, I talk. Uh, I did I did talk to my wife while I was making this. Pete can attest to that because ultimately, guys, compromise is a real thing. And if we're going to name five Disney resorts, it can't just be Tom's Five. But I think this one would have made my list no matter what. And, and Pete, we talk about Rise of Resistance a lot. If I can walk to Hollywood Studios in the morning, avoid an Uber, avoid driving my car, avoid the bus lines, that's I, I would like that morning stroll to kind of wake me up.
0: Yeah, i've I've made the I've made the walk from Epcot to Hollywood Studios and back one time, and it's it's a very pleasant walk, especially early in the morning. It's peaceful. There's not a whole lot of people out there. Matt and I, Matt and I, made the walk actually together, so not, it's a nice area.
1: Because I'm playing catch up here, this is one that's on Matt's list and my list. Animal Kingdom Lodge is the next one that that I want to talk about. And the reason here, a little bit influenced by my wife. So, obviously, I, I would want to have a Savannah view, but I do tend to dine at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Boma is probably a, become a staple of our Disney vacations. I've always dreamed of, of dining in the resort that I'm going to go to sleep in 20 minutes later. I would probably eat more at Boma if I was just uh, a few steps away from going to sleep. But you do have Sanaa. Uh, You have Jico. You have some good restaurants here. And this is a really nice resort. And it's so unique to anywhere else that we've listed. And probably one of the most unique places in the country you could stay as it relates to a Savannah view and what uh, what that all entails. So this is, correct me if I'm wrong, Pete, it's DVC and it's Deluxe. So there's two different routes where you could approach staying here. It is without a doubt on our bucket list. I've looked many, many times to rent DVC points, and actually, it's not the cost that scared me away for a weekend trip. It's just a, it's getting the availability. It's a really difficult resort to rent DVC points to because the people that have this as their home resort, especially, aren't going to give those up in most cases.
0: And you've got to plan it six months in advance, and I don't, I don't feel like we're planning a Disney trip six months in advance.
1: Well, right. Yeah. We may have yeah, to. <laughs> we, yeah, that's true. That's true. That, that's, a, that's another, uh, that's a whole other episode.
0: I like Animal Kingdom Lodge. So the only really negative thing that I have to say about Animal Kingdom is that it's, it's pretty far out there from everything other than Animal Kingdom. You're a ways away from Hollywood Studios and Epcot, and you're even further away from Magic Kingdom. And, and it, that's not to say it's going to take you an hour and a half to get to, to Magic Kingdom, but you're paying for the deluxe resort. And, and you don't get that transportation option like you do at the Polynesian, the Contemporary, the Grand Floridian, to hop on a monorail and be at a park in, in 10 minutes. You don't really have that option with Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's a beautiful resort, no question. The Savannah View is absolutely amazing. You can sit on the balcony in the evening and watch the giraffes. I mean, how cool is that? Where else in the, in the United States can you do that? And you're right. The food here is is phenomenal
1: that that's kind of the reasons it hits my top 5 and and again it's more it's an, it's a resort that I view as attainable for a weekend a special weekend trip for for my wife and I to do. So I've actually looked into staying here. That that probably factors into it just as much as hey I stayed at Pop Century and loved it factors into my top 5. And and I think we've have some connection issues right now with Matt. So I think we we lost him to discuss this, but this was also on his list. Animal Kingdom Lodge as a I uh, don't believe he stayed here. So this was a bucket list item for Matt as well. Pete, uh, you know, pick either one you want to pick. We, we both have it on our list, so we're going to have to talk about it together.
0: Let's let's talk about the contemporary. I mean, the contemporary is the first thing that I remember seeing when I went to Disney World the first time. I remember seeing the contemporary, and I remember I remember hearing stories about. The hotel that has the monorail running through the middle of it. Because I had been to Disneyland already at this point, so I knew what the monorail was. But hearing about Disney World with the monorail running through the middle of the hotel, like that's my earliest memory of of Disney World.
1: Yeah, so seriously, my first memory is Cinderella Castle done up with the 25th anniversary. Cake? Yeah, the cake. I mean, that's the first time I saw the castle. But Chef Mickey's will always... I mean, you'll think you'll be in my heart, Tarzan. Chef Mickey's right there. I don't always go there, but I'm always thinking about Chef Mickey's. And so, I mean, my, my wife was in here, as I mentioned earlier. We're talking about this. She didn't even mention Chef Mickey's j- just because that her memories are a little different here. California Grill is a place we had an anniversary meal. And she honestly, if she can't find something shopping Disney, she said, well, let's go to Contemporary and look at their gift store their gift shop because they have stuff there that you don't find anywhere else. And I'm sure it's like that at a lot of Disney resorts, but we always know like when we see it in contemporary, I'll tell her, go ahead and buy it because there's no guarantee you're going to see it anywhere else throughout the parks. And so we spend time shopping at contemporary. Again, if you get to some of the seasonal offerings, as far as the gingerbread house, Christmas trees, this certainly hits the, hits the nail on the head there. We actually have wandered out before our dinner reservation. We wandered all the way out to the pools. There's, there's a kid's pool, which isn't all that great compared to some other deluxes. There's an adults-only pool, ping pong pool tables, you name it. There's stuff to do out there. And they have daily activities for the kids. They have the movies at night. It checks a lot of boxes. Bay Lake Tower is a place that I believe Pete will be staying at, provided the, the you know, daddy-daughter trip does happen. That'll be your first time staying there, right, Pete?
0: Correct, and and you know just the ability to walk from Bay Lake Tower to Magic Kingdom is going to be phenomenal. That's a huge benefit. Not not to mention, you know, you've got the monorail, you've got the boats there to go, you know, wherever. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I the the contemporary to me sits in kind of a weird place because it is this iconic Disney World hotel, right? but it's not when you think of like super deluxe super nice hotels the contemporary's not not that right it's kind of old it's quirky the rooms are nice but they're not over the top nice you know you're not you're not looking at a i don't know a a,
1: a Polynesian villa i mean you're not looking at a Polynesian's dated too i don't even you're not looking at a Riviera room
0: exactly exactly so if you're looking for super deluxe, super nice, like the Contemporary is not the place to get it. But I think if you want to have the quintessential ultimate Disney experience, this is where you have to stay.
1: And that's and that's kind of my thing. I mean, it's it's still a dream of mine. Admittedly, it's moved down the list a little bit. Just right now, I haven't stayed at Contemporary, and I and I always have this battle in my head is. It, if I'm going to pay deluxe pricing, there might be a couple ahead of that today. But I always make I 100% always make a trip and an effort to get to the contemporary. You know, before we before we get to the the last resort that Pete and I both have in common. Like I said, we're having a little bit of connection issue with Matt. Grand Floridian was his last resort, and while it's not on my list, it certainly was one I considered. It's yeah, a me little, too. A little too. I mean, I'm actually shocked Pete didn't have this in front of Coronado. To me, it's a little a little too fancy for me. But tons of offerings, tons of food. You talk, you talk location, location, location. I mean, it, it, a lot of the it's a ni- it's it's nicer than the contemporary.
0: Yeah, this this to me, if you're looking for a nice hotel at Disney World, this is where you have to stay, because you walk into that lobby, and and it's just kind of like, ah, it, right. I mean, it, it just feels nice. Everything's very polished, everything everything's pretty. so if you're if you're looking for nice and if you're looking for elegant, the Grand Floridian is is where you got to stay. and yeah, I mean you you pay for it. you pay for the location. you pay for how nice the uh, the hotel is. Is it worth it? i I don't know I like I like nice hotels, so I would argue yes, it is worth it, especially on a trip where, Maybe you're gonna spend time in the in the room, or you're gonna spend time at the pool, and you're not gonna go open to close to the parks every day. Maybe you're spending time at the spa, maybe you're maybe you're gonna eat at Victorian Alberts. Maybe you're gonna take time to, to get dressed up and, and, and enjoy the resort a little bit.
1: I was just double checking here. So my wife and I were were meeting some friends, I'll tell a Grand Floridian story. Meeting some friends in Magic Kingdom. We're coming in from out of town. It's like 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and it's that typical Florida afternoon rainstorm. This is a pretty bad one. Thunderstorm, things are going to be closed. It's pouring rain when we get to Grand Floridian. One very nice benefit, totally covered when you get off the bus there, so you don't get wet. We walk in, and I said, hey, we haven't eaten lunch yet. Let's go ahead and knock that out. And We went over. We, we first looked at Grand Floridian Cafe, and we were like, eh, let's, let's keep looking. Gasparilla Island Grill. Is kind of their it's one of their quick service locations where you can kind of grab something quick, but the menu is a lot better than what you would find at like a pop century. And we thoroughly enjoyed our meal there. And my wife, she joked, she's like, we should we should come back and eat here later. I I had a really dumb moment. I bought a Disney mug even though I was staying on Disney Springs property. No idea why I bought the Disney mug, but I did, and I still have it this day. And that's that was kind of like one of my Grand Floridian moments because I, I was sitting there thinking, hmm, I would actually like being here more often. And so it, it is nice. We we visit it every time. I, I'll belabor the point. Christmas is a great time to go. Full-blown gingerbread house that's totally real. Christmas tree, the music they play. They have someone who plays piano quite often in the lobby. It's a gorgeous hotel. You have the new bar, and the name's escaping me, but the Beauty and the Beast theme bar. You have the, the Enchanted Rose there now, which is a, I will say, it's a nicer bar or lounge so kind of be prepared for the pricing be prepared don't come in sweaty from the parks i wouldn't think i haven't been there but i did peek inside and thought that i needed more than a a nike dry fit and gym shorts on to go in
0: it's it's expensive i mean their signature drink was i don't remember like 25 dollars or something 24 bucks something like that i'm just absolutely like like mind-blowingly expensive but it is what it is right
1: that's right, and and so I understand why Matt had this on his list. Hopefully, he returns and can get back with us uh, to make any closing comments. But, Pete, I, I think our listeners probably know where we're going
0: here. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt. But before we before we get there, I I do hope to stay. My wife is running the marathon at Disney in January, and I hope to stay at the Grand Floridian in January for that. So that'll be a nice little uh, back back to back. Contemporary in December, Grand Floridian in uh, in January, hopefully.
1: And before we jump to the last one, I did say we all had a moderate. We had a value. We had a deluxe. <coughs> I had an honorable mention for my moderate. I want to go ahead and plug it before we get into what we're going to do here. Caribbean Beach. It's, it's on my list now with the renovations to stay here. You have the Skyliner Access. I like the whole theme behind it. I like the pool bar. I don't know that it's necessarily known for its dining. At least for me, probably not a place I'm gonna eat. But Caribbean Beach would have been my moderate had I had room to put it on here.
0: Is what, Sebastian's Bistro? Is that the uh, the restaurant at Caribbean Beach? Sebastian's Bistro is is the
1: newest restaurant at Caribbean uh, Caribbean Beach, and there there was some positive momentum behind it at first. It seemed like they were a little more exotic with their spices and seasonings. It sounds like that is tamed down. They actually changed their hours. The latest update I had seen. I have not been over there to see the restaurant or eat there myself. But Caribbean Beach is a resort my wife loves too. And so it's on our list, but I just, I'm constantly looking at Disney pricing and Disney price points. And it never hits the threshold where I think it's worth it compared to other moderate or even compared to like a pop century.
0: Yeah, I I stayed here a couple of years back and it was it was reasonably priced. It wasn't that much more expensive than you know, than the values were. Now this was prior to all the renovations, of course. So my view of this is very different than yours in, in that it was still kind of crappy. <laughs> it it wasn't it wasn't nice. It wasn't a nice resort at all.
1: And a lot of people say that, and that's why I said post renovation I do want to stay there at least once. I went and visited the resort during renovation because my wife is a Disney cupcake connoisseur and we were looking for a cupcake that they actually weren't making at that time. But that would have been my moderate that was on my list. But I think now Pete, we're at the, the granddaddy of them all.
0: Yeah. The, the, the Polynesian. I, I think this holds a, a special place in, in your heart and my heart for, I mean, f- probably for, for different reasons, but I mean, reason, reason number one, this is a deluxe resort. It's on the shore of Bay Lake. It's another beautiful resort. Well, you know, I say that it's beautiful from the outside. The inside is not real, real pretty. It feels kind of generic corporate resort on the inside. I don't know that in I some, agree with you in some areas. Like I, I'm thinking of, I'm thinking about the hallway walking down to Trader Sam's. Okay, now, I'll give you that. The I'll lobby, that. the lobby, like, is obviously not. But there are some areas of it that that feel very, very generic. But I think I, I, th- I like I like the. The exterior look of this is phenomenal. The smell and the music and the vibe.
1: I mean, we haven't even talked. I, I, my wife and I, again, I keep referencing her because she did help with our outline here, or at least my portion of the outline. There's so many things to like about Polynesian. There's, there's Ohana. There's Kona Cafe. There's the whole island vacation feel. I, I do think sometimes people go to Disney and they leave more tired than when they arrived. For some reason, a day, a, an afternoon, an evening at Polynesian, I'm worried that I won't be able to walk because I'm so full on vacation food.
0: Captain Cooks, we had a, We spent a we spent a Captain lovely Cook's. evening at Captain shout Cooks.
1: Out, shout out Captain Cooks because we ate we ate dinner there. I ordered two or three kids meals. I was trying to get. I was trying to see how cheap I could eat dinner, and it, it actually worked. I mean Trader Sam's, if it's ever open again, you can yeah. spend. Can you imagine? I mean, what what time does Trader Sam's close? One a.m. I think it's something like that. Either either that or midnight, something like that. If we were staying at Polynesian and we left the park at nine, we're we're putting our name in at Trader Sam's just to see what happened every night.
0: I'm going I, I guess my fears my fear of staying at Polynesian would be that uh, that I would get up in the morning, I would hang around at the pool, go out to the beach, go to Trader Sam's when it opened eat at Ohana, go back to Trader Sam's and and not leave the resort ever.
1: But it's your vacation. That's okay. I mean, another, another note, I think the pool area here is top notch. I, th- I think if you're a family and, and you can afford to do Polynesian, you have the monorail right there. You have a lot of recreational activity available there, similar to how we, we talked about contemporary and wilderness lodge and Port Orleans. You're right next to the magic kingdom. And if your little ones are just too tired to to fight and stay up for the fireworks, provided they do return at Disney World at some point, you can go back to your resort, shower, walk out of your resort room, walk over to the beach area, have the music piped in, and see the fireworks from a distance. So there's a lot to like about it. And, I mean, I we've raved about the food. I, I'm not going to tell you that Ohana is the best quality steak, shrimp, and chicken you're ever going to eat. But for what you're paying at Disney if you're a big eater, it's worth it. We're not going to tell you that. Well, maybe I will tell you. Trader Sam's is some of the best island beverages you're ever going to have, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think I think I can get on board with that.
1: I've been I've been down to the Caribbean. I've been a lot of different places and tried island drinks, and I think the Trader Sam's does a really good job, atmosphere and all. And then you still have all the Disney amenities that we've talked about at every other resort that you can go visit. Take a bus to Disney Springs. Uh, go to the TTC and see where you can get from there. Take an, Uber, take an Uber over to the boardwalk if you need to. A lot a lot of opportunity at Polynesian, just like a, a, all the all the
0: monorail loop hotels that we've discussed. So, I mean, can we say the more money you spend, the better time you're going to have?
1: I don't think so because, okay, I mean, you, you spend – you stay at Polynesian four days or Pop Century ten days and you take three days out of the park at Pop Century, you know, you can still do the same thing. So, Fair. I don't
0: know. No, that's, that's true. That's true.
1: I do think, uh, and I and I wouldn't even I wouldn't even say that your Polynesian room and contemporary room are going to be all that much nicer than your pop century room. You know? I, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I I think I think the room's a little bit nicer. I but I I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying.
1: But yes, I think if 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 we say apples to apples, it can only be a four day trip. You're gonna you're, there's some there are some built in benefits to staying at some of the deluxe hotels from a proximity standpoint, transportation.
0: I was going to say, not not the least among which is transportation, because you know, as far as ease of getting to the parks, getting back, I mean, you can't beat those deluxe resorts.
1: I'm a, I'm actually a big believer in. I swear, buses come more frequently for deluxe resorts, and they should. There is no reason, and I and I, as a person who stays at Pop Century, my bus shouldn't come as frequently as someone who paid the money to stay at a deluxe resort. Just my opinion. All right. Well, anything else on that? I think that's it on that. I, I hate that uh, connection issues. We I, Where I live, I live about three hours from Matt. We we do have some, some bad storms going on. And so maybe that is uh, what played into it.
0: All right. Well, uh, let's go to the uh, secret and trivia question for the week. What do we got? So secret of the week.
1: I, Pete, I don't know if we've ever spent time checking this out, but there's a prayer tree in Asia, and I was aware of it. But if you look closely enough, you'll notice that many – of the items that are on the prayer tree, are draped with scarves that commemorate lost loved ones. And so this is very themed to, to what you would see in areas of Asia. And so that, that's, again, that's Disney taking their theming to the next level.
0: And there's prayer flags all over the uh, the Asia portion of Animal Kingdom also, you know, looking towards Expedition Everest. And you see them on Expedition Everest too. And that's a very traditional Nepalese thing. So, yeah,
1: I mean, this, this definitely fits in well. So going to the trivia question From last week, it was, what Walt Disney World restaurant can you find a team picture of the Disney Imagineers responsible for working to open Disney's Magic Kingdom? I did not know this. My hint was the team picture and Magic Kingdom, and obviously it's Casey's Corner. I didn't realize there was a picture in there where they're all in baseball uniforms themed to Casey's Corner that does actually have quite a few of the Imagineers in it. Uh, But that was a trivia question last week. Had a lot of folks guess. A lot of folks get it right, actually. And hopefully we've responded to to all of you uh, through Twitter or email. But appreciate the participation there. Going to the trivia question of this week, we're going to stay in Animal Kingdom. Similar to The Secret. What will you find when looking at the exit signs to the left of It's Tough to be a Bug when the announcer says, will all honorary bugs remain seated while the lice, bedbugs, maggots, and cockroaches exit first? What will you see? It's probably a better way to ask that when you look at the exit signs to the left of It's Tough to Be a Bug, when the announcer says, well, all honorary bugs remain seated while the lice, bed bugs, maggots, and cockroaches exit first. You can tweet us at podcast or email us at MendoWDW at gmail.com with your guesses.
0: I do want to take a second to, again, plug our Patreon, patreon.com slash MendoWDW. Right now, we're putting out... Around four, three to four extra episodes a month. When the park reopens, when we get back into the parks, we will, uh, we will begin adding some additional content. And who knows? We may have a, uh, we may have a universal trip coming up that, uh, we provide some universal content. All right, well, that's all we have for this week. Please tune in next week for some more Disney magic. Look for us on the Twitter at podcast. If you have any suggestions, questions, comments, please tweet us or email us at Mendoowdw at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. It really does help us out. Thank you so much for listening and giving us the most valuable thing you have, your time. We'll see you next week.